Again, I'd like to welcome all of you to our weekly live medical radio show here on News Talk 760 WJR. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and we are here tonight to talk to you about prevention and why you have to start looking at healthcare from a different perspective. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, is joining us from Birmingham, Michigan, to give us some hard talk about dealing with our health and making sure we get the necessary testing. We're inviting you all to call in if you have a question at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, welcome back. We're still in the times of COVID. What's the updates? Well, Henry, as you know, um, we've had some more vaccines approved by the FDA for boosters. Moderna was approved for a booster, and so was the Johnson vaccine. So um, shouldn't we be happy about that? Yes, if it's approved, yes. Why not? Well, I mean, we keep getting asked about it. You get calls last week, the week before. You're constantly getting calls about, should I get the booster? You know, the question I have is, where is community? And the answer is, where is community? Well, that's a great question. So if the FDA and all of these, and Pfizer is able to come up with hundreds and millions and billions of doses for boosters, why aren't they bringing us the vaccine that they actually approved? So they did not approve Pfizer-BioNTech. As you all know, if you're a regular listener, they approved for covid the Pfizer vaccine called Comirnaty. And that is what was approved. And the basis of all the mandates are because of an approval of a vaccine for COVID that is not being produced. It allows the vaccines to be given on a ongoing emergency use authorization without you having to hear anything about safety and efficacy. You know, so if they're going to continue to approve vaccines for additional indications, why not bring out the vaccine that actually was approved? Where is community? And the answer is? Well, the answer is our government's trying to kill us. Oh, my God. Let's say we're going to get shot. <laughs> well, well, they, I mean, they, they well, let's, all right, so they're not trying to kill everybody. They're just willing to let some of you die as an acceptable loss on the war against COVID. So we're in a, you know, again, I'm going to encourage listeners to follow um, a Dr. Malone, Dr. McCullough. They're hard to find on social media, but these are, I want to say, the people that are very highly published. Um, they invented the mRNA um, technology. Um, Dr. McCullough is very well uh published and you know they they can talk about the science behind all this a little better than I can but the government you know there's community has warnings on it you know we've said this before in other shows the FDA approved a drug that has a warning and those warnings aren't being addressed as we provide more indications for the vaccine you know we're about to give a vaccine to kids and the warning of myocarditis is there. So if the government is willfully misdirecting us, then what else are they willfully misdirecting us on? What else don't we know that they're not telling us? And the first thing you think about is the adverse events 
reporting site, which has tens and tens of thousands of adverse events and deaths that are being ignored by our by most governments. Well, uh, the thing is that people need to pick the path of least resistance here. We can't do anything about the government. And as, as I've said before, let's hold the primary care doctor responsible for taking care of his patients and for shepherding the patients through whether or not they should get a vaccine. And if they should get COVID, none of your patients wound up in the hospital. None of them wound up on a ventilator. So let's shift it back because, wait a minute, hold on, I'm not done. This has got to do with we can't control the government, but we do have doctors, and that's why we have doctors. Well, this also comes back to what's wrong with our healthcare system. And it's not just that, that, uh, you know, industry is bought into the whole system, but um, most doctors are now employed by a system and they are forced to follow the party line. So, you know, very few of us are out there on our own telling you what to do. And there's very few of us out there doing what they think is right and treating people early on. You know, right now I've got a 38-year-old and an 89-year-old with COVID that we're treating as an outpatient. But you've treated all your patients Well, I'm just saying it's, you know, one has not been vaccinated and another has been double vaccinated. So you've really got to... You know, what are the, their chances of survival and avoiding the hospital? 100%, 100%. Okay. They're going to be fine. So the real, you know, as you mentioned, what there's the doctors aren't available to do what they think they might do. They can only do what their employer tells them to do. So if their employer doesn't allow them to use supplements and hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin to early on, let alone even see them. You know, you talk all the time, you can't even get into somebody. If you can't get into somebody, how do you get a referral to get monoclonal antibody therapy, which is like a miracle? You don't hear about that on the news. All you hear about is who isn't vaccinated. That's all you hear about. But as a doctor, you're the one holding the prescription pad. So, Well, that's me, but there's a um, there's million other doctors not holding a script okay, pad. Let's come back and talk about that on the other side of the break. Again, you're listening to a special live broadcast, and we are here with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, talking about prevention. If you have a specific question and you would like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. If you're just now joining us, I'd like to let you know we're welcoming you to our special weekly live medical radio show on News Talk 760 WJR. We're back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention in Birmingham, Michigan. He's here tonight to give us some hard advice on what we need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether. We're inviting listeners to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. So, Dr. Collender, let's pick up where you left off before the last segment. What is the individual to do? Well, the individual is in a really tough spot because you, you know, Amory, you tell us that the primary care doctors are, are at responsible for stepping up. And to a degree, you're right, but they would be stepping up against 
the CDC, the FDA, you know, all of their agencies that guide them because that's who they're, you know, that's who they listen to. You know, that's who they worship, basically. So the whole system is based on what is the FDA approved, which is what insurance will cover. That's the life everyone lives in. That's the blinders that they wear. So if the FDA is telling you and the head of the NIH is telling you to do something and this is how to practice medicine, well, then that's what they're going to do, um, even if it might be wrong. So I'm afraid for literally half our population that is going to just continue to get vaccinated with vaccines that probably do not work that well anymore. I should say probably just don't work well enough for me to recommend them to my patients anymore. So the only patients that, in my opinion, should be getting a booster are, are very senior people who are, who, have, who are frail, who have multiple medical problems. If, you are a, if you're otherwise healthy, and again, I'm not anyone's doctor out there. I'm only managing my patients. But if you, if you were to ask my advice, if you're generally healthy, it's, it's not, it may not be the best thing to get a booster that doesn't work. Now, if they had a vaccine that was locked down great against Delta variant and was safe, go for it. But they're promoting a vaccine or series of vaccines that have side effects that they're ignoring, not educating us about, with waning efficacy, and now they want to give it to kids. You know, so why are we giving kids a vaccine that barely works against a virus that doesn't exist anymore? I don't mean COVID doesn't exist, but alpha variant's gone. These vaccines were made to treat alpha. It's gone. Everything's delta. That's fine. So everybody that's listening to the show, outside of the people that are listening to the show, the rest of the country, the rest of the world probably doesn't know about this. And again, I come back to saying that people need to rely on the expertise of their primary care physician, and that primary care physician needs to be responsible for shepherding this person through whatever the threat, the medical threat is in their life. And you used to be a great, you know, advocate for, for vaccines, and I see why you're not anymore. Well, when we didn't know anything and we had this virus going around killing people, um, and the, a vaccine is a great tool. And I said all along, boy, I don't have answers for what we're hearing about adverse events. And I said it on the show, I just hope the government is not trying to do us any harm. And as soon as they branded or, you know, gave approval to a vaccine none of us have gotten, and that gave weight to a mandate that shouldn't exist, these mandates are, are built on a lie. And it's, uh, it's just scary. There's, there's not enough Americans out there who are fighting. Really, it's a, a fight for your health, fight for your ability to make choices, and uh, your dis- ability to make medical decisions, informed medical decision. You know, we're getting a drug, and there's something called informed consent, which is I'm going to get a treatment, and here's the benefits, and here's the, here's the side effects. Well, we're not getting 
any more news about the benefit and we're not getting any news about the side effects. So I'm telling my patients that the benefit is very low now and you may get a complication of this drug. And so unless you're very sick, I'm not suggesting you get it. I actually think it's better to just get COVID now. And the reason I say that is because there's great outpatient therapies. If the government didn't want you to get COVID or end up in the hospital, they would have every day on the news, every news channel, if you get COVID or get sick, get tested number one right away. And then start these supplements, start these treatments, get a monoclonal antibody therapy, you know, of course, call your doctor, but they're not doing that. Well, how about just the doctor themselves? I mean, again, I keep coming back to the fact that we have a primary care physician to, if we get COVID, tell us what we ought to be taking and what we ought to be doing. And the monoclonal antibody treatment is something that most people don't even know about. I don't know why. It's a pharma product, you know, but they must want us to be in the hospital because they're not giving anybody the direction. When I see they, when the head of the FDA and the head of the CDC, you know, and, and the, you know, Dr. Fauci gets on and just all they talk about is vaccines and who is or isn't vaccinated and, you know, what holiday we're allowed to celebrate. It's, that's not the message. The message is early treatment. Right. And with the early treatments available, no one needs to be in the hospital. So all this complaints about cases and hospitalization rates that's it's it's tell us how to avoid it it's there they don't want you to know but what about access to the medications are are there any difficulties continuing on i know a week ago you had a patient that you wrote a prescription for and the, the pharmacist refused to fill it well so i mean thankfully this week i've not had a problem getting hydroxychloroquine filled um i still think there's a back order on ivermectin but i'm worried that it's more than a back order it's being held up you know, by the government. I, again, I don't have any data on that. I'm just won't be surprised if if we hear that. Um, but all the things that we need are readily available. They're generic. They're inexpensive. Um, the monoclonal antibody therapy is covered, and it's easy to get. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm really frustrated that they're going to prove vaccines that don't work that well for Delta variant on kids. And they're not, parents are not going to have a choice because they won't be able to go to school without being vaccinated. People are losing their jobs, Anne-Marie. It's not like the yeah, doctor. They're losing their jobs because they don't want to get a vaccine for legitimate reasons. Yeah, that's a pretty scary situation, but I don't think there's any resolution to it. Um, there is. I, I, but, you know, we need to vote out people that are taking money from government, from companies. I know, but I mean, we're talking about right now, today. People are well, worried right, about today, this week. What do I do if I get COVID? Where do I go? How am I treated? Should I get a vaccine? Should I not get a vaccine? And it's I a mean, real problem. It's a huge problem because there are not enough doctors willing to do what they think is right for the patients. There's a lot of doctors taking a paycheck from companies, namely hospitals, that won't allow the doctor to fill those scripts. They'll literally get penalized for writing the script. So it's it's not as simple as, oh, that's, these internists need to stand up, the family practice. 
No, they're not allowed to. They, they're working for companies that have rules. So are you saying that for the listeners out there, they ought not to be going to a primary care physician who's employed by a hospital system? They should find someone else? Well, we've said that you should call your doctor and ask them, if I get COVID, what are you going to do? And that's kind of the bellwether of what you should do with that doctor or not. And if their answer is, well, just stay home, and if you get short of breath, go to the ER, you better find another doctor quick. Because if you get COVID, you're in trouble. That's absolutely right. In the meantime, we're going to have to take a quick break. Again, you're listening to our special live weekly medical podcast. I'm sorry, show on WJR News Talk 760 WJR. If you would like to talk to the doctor directly about what you need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke, or if you have a question on any of the subjects we're discussing tonight, please give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live weekly medical broadcast on News Talk 760 WJR. We're fortunate to have Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, here tonight to give us some straight talk about two important topics, prevention and being proactive. We're inviting you to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. And Dr. Collender, before we get back to our current topic, Olivia, you have... A caller? We actually have three callers. I'm going to start off with David and Novi. David, what is your question? Good evening, everybody. Um, Good evening. What's your question? Well, I'd say about a year and a half ago, I felt sick, and I contacted America's Frontline org, and I ordered ivermectin and doxycycline over the phone. I had a, an interview with a doctor by phone. And I received the medicine, and I took it, and immediately, within within 24 hours, I was almost prescription. It was uh, 21 milligrams of ivermectin for a five-day period, and 200 milligrams of doxycycline for about an eight-day period. I have a question. Were you tested uh, positive for COVID? Like, did you have COVID? Yes. And COVID within 24 hours to 48 hours, I just felt better. So I didn't go back to get retested. I just felt better. You don't need to. So so my question is, how come we don't hear other doctors from Henry Ford Hospital or Beaumont? Why aren't they questioned over and over again every single day on the radio? We need people to hear their responses. And they got to be made known. And listen to this one. I, I went to a clinic because I was retested for COVID about um, 15, 20 days ago. I had a respiratory infection, so I went to a 24-hour clinic. And I asked that doctor, do you, do you treat people with ivermectin? He said he treated patients for a year and a half with ivermectin and doxycycline with tremendous results. And he got a letter September 10th from the AMA to cease and desist prescribing ivermectin unless somebody has scabies or another ailment he mentioned. I I forget what it was. I said, well, doctor, if one of your family members got COVID, wouldn't you prescribe them and just say they had scabies? And he kind of winked at me. 
Yeah, well, this is why I don't belong to the AMA. They're not representing what my my ideals, and they're not going to do anything to help our patients. So uh, thank you for the call, and it just it's unbelievable that thanks that, for the information. Yeah, yeah. You, this is what's happening. Doctors are being they're having their licenses removed for trying to help people. The government, I'm telling you, right? They want you in the hospital and then complain that you're in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Go figure. We have well, another we have, caller. Yeah, Olivia, we have another caller. Yes, our next caller is Garland, who does not wish to say where they are from. But Garland, what is your question? Um, well, I just wanted to say I was I went to see my doctor and I had asked her because uh, we're in a very small area with only one hospital. And I asked her, uh, can you, uh, will the the pharmacy um, fill out a script for if I do get COVID? And she says, no, they absolutely won't, and that the hospital won't even let her give me the script. And she also told me that at least two different people have come in and were sick with COVID, and they turned around and sent them home and said, come back when you're ready to go to the emergency room. And that is shocking. It's, well... Sorry, Garland, I cut you off from parts unknown. But go ahead. Uh, but this is what we're up against, Anne-Marie. It's not a question of, oh, doctors just got to go do it. The forces of nature are against people. When there's things you can do to keep people out of the hospital, they want you in the hospital. The only remedy that they want to have is to ha- have you get vaccinated. This government wants every human in this country, in the world, vaccinated at all costs. And if that means that 10,000 of you or 50,000 of you are going to die from getting the vaccine, well, that's the price you're going to have to pay. Pretty amazing. Olivia, you have another Yes, our last caller, caller is Lee from Gross Point. Lee, what is your question? Hi. Yeah, I live half of my uh, summers here in, in Michigan, and my winters are in Naples, Florida, <clears throat> which there are, are more no-vaxxers like myself. Um I am trying to get prepared, and I also called those frontline doctors, but they're now only giving either ivermectin or hydrochloroquine. And um, I have some ivermectin from my horse, um, just the animal-grade ivermectin. I don't know if there's much difference in that or not, but because I travel, because um, I don't have a doctor that's out of the hospital system, I I would like to have an arsenal that I could take if I test positive for hydrochloroquine or for um, COVID, or I should say uh, China virus. Uh, so, you know, how do I go about that? <laughs> I don't, honestly, I think you have to okay. have the disease. Thank you for calling. You've got to have a positive diagnosis to get hydroxychloroquine. And if you want to get it, ivermectin, I found to be on back order. If you want to get it, it's very hit and miss finding a pharmacist willing to fill the fill the drug. So um, it's it's a, it's not good. And again, listeners who are regular listeners are going to hear the progression that I've made over the last two months. I went from being get vaccinated to now they're trying to screw us when they you know, when they approve the wrong drug. And as more and more information is coming in from other countries to show that there is really no difference, again, in not this U.S., the data is not being collected, but in Israel, Germany, United Kingdom, Iceland, they're really showing not much difference between 
vaccinated and unvaccinated percentage of cases. And the take-home point is they're just not working. So if you want to get vaccinated, go do it. I'm all for it. But you've got to realize you're getting a vaccine that doesn't work as well as it's been promised. And it has side effects that you're not being told about. Well, that's the same thing as saying don't get vaccinated, I would say. I mean, you're... Well, but some people are just going to feel more comfortable having gotten vaccinated. And I've got patients go, if you want to get vaccinated, go for it. Don't do Pfizer because its efficacy is in the gutter. You know, do the Moderna. And if you're old enough, you know, you shouldn't have myocarditis from it. You know, and if you're a woman, do Moderna. If you're a guy, get Johnson because... The myocarditis in from, from Moderna is mostly in young men. Johnson can cause blood clots in young women. You know, why vaccinate, again, why are we vaccinating young people when the, that's where the side effects are being seen? And they recover, for the most part, really well. And there's opportunities to treat people as an outpatient, although the AMA doesn't want you to, the FDA doesn't want you to, Dr. Fauci doesn't want you to, no one does. The hospitals won't let you, the pharmacists won't fill the scripts. This is a... Full-on, you know, I don't say the word conspiracy, but this is a full-on government effort. The full weight of the United States is being put on everyone getting vaccinated by vaccines, again, that do not work as well as they need to. Well, vaccine or no vaccine, I still come back to the fact that I think people are afraid of if they get a fever, if they get sick, and if they get COVID, who's going to shepherd me through this illness? Where is my best shot of not winding up in the hospital on a ventilator facing doom and gloom. And, it, you know, they have to find a doctor somewhere who's going to take care of them because they're not doctors. They didn't go to medical school. They don't understand pharmacology. And I don't think most of the people understand about which vaccine is good, which is bad. You know, and your patients are fortunate enough. But what about the rest of the population? Where are they to go if their doctor fails them? Well, Let's, Hospital's not a choice. Well, what's, your, what's your next well, recommendation? We, well, we've said this before. You've got to go to infusioncenter.org. Infusioncenter.org. It's a finder site for finding a place to get monoclonal antibody therapy. And the key here is get tested right away. We'll start the next segment with that. All right. In the meantime, we're going to have to take a quick break. You are listening to our special live weekly broadcast from the studios of Startup Nation in downtown Birmingham. If you have a specific question on the subject we're discussing tonight and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly, please call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that number is 800-859-0957. You're listening to News Talk 760 WJR. It's your opening. Welcome back to our final segment of our special live broadcast here on News Talk 760 WJR on the importance of being proactive and informed of the resources available to prevent and treat the chronic and debilitating diseases we've come to accept as inevitable. You're listening to the expert advice of Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention. If you have a question for the doctor, now is your chance to call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. We have several callers on the line. If we don't get to you, we'll encourage you to call Dr. Colander directly at 866-COLANDER. That's 866-K-O-L-E-N-D-E-R. And also, don't forget to tune in Sundays at 3 p.m. 
for our regular weekly Sunday show, filling in on most of the information you need to know. Olivia, who do you have as a caller? Our first caller is Rich in in, in Ann Arbor. What is your question? What is your question, Rich? My question is, uh, nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talked about this. Are the ingredients of the vaccines? And there's one ingredient called 4-hydroxybutyl. It's H-Y-D-R-O-X-Y-B-U-T-Y-L. Now, I did some research on that with NIH website and on PubMed, and there are articles out there from 1991. They used to use hydroxybutyl in mice to give them bladder cancer. I want to know why is this in the vaccine? After seven injections, 40% of the mice got bladder cancer, so they could test the chemotherapy drugs on the mice. Well, thanks for calling. And um, that's a loaded question, right? So, right. So, you know, unfortunately, vaccines tend to have some type of preservative in them, um, and so if you're you know, if that's you don't want a vaccine with a preservative, then no preservative they put in is going to make you happy. So, um, you know, if that's a point where the again, it's it's you're taking a risk benefit decision, um, and I th- think that the bottom, you know, to me the real thing is we need to know upfront what it is we're agreeing to, and have that information uh, given to us as much as as best possible, which is not happening right now. Okay, Olivia. We have Carmen and Adrian. Carmen, what is your question? Hi, Dr. Callender. My question is, I, I'm a military, a female military veteran and get my care at the VA hospital. Uh, my doctor will not prescribe to me the, the hydroxychloroquine or the ivermectin. She says it goes against the VA's directive. So, you know, I'm, I'm a healthy 62-year-old female veteran and... Uh, you know, but I, I, I would like to have something on hand as a as a preventative. Is there is there a way I could get this drug from somebody else that you know of? Could you refer me to somebody? Well, first, thanks for your service. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I don't write hydroxychloroquine just for people to have on hand. I, you're, it won't get filled. You need to be sick. You have to have a positive COVID test. Um, so unfortunately you really have to be sick to get it. Um, I, I wouldn't try to order it, um, just to have that's, that would get me in trouble. So I want to at least be able to write it for the people who are sick. Um, I don't know anyone to be honest who's writing it. I really don't. Okay. So if she wants to follow up for more information, she can call 866-CALENDAR and talk to your staff. Olivia. Um, our next caller is Beth and Howell. Beth, what is your question? Hi, um, I'm just curious, why does the government want everybody to be vaccinated if, if it's not working or if it's not, you know, what are, what are they getting out of it? Are they all getting paid from the drug companies? What is the back story? Well, I, well thank you for calling, uh, Beth. I just, we can only speculate as to exactly why, but if I were to speculate, I would say that um, a lot of the people who are making decisions um, you know, there, there's strong ties between the FDA and these pharmaceutical companies. So you've got to assume that there's some financial connection, although I couldn't prove it. You know, so, you know, all of the former heads of the FDA for the last few years are all prominent board members of pharmaceutical companies. 
that's you know that's as good as it gets. I mean, again, I'd like to say that they ought to rely on their doctor to guide them through what to do next, because the most important thing is when you get sick, who's going to take care of you? Well, unless your and, doctor's a, a, a VA doctor or you're working, your doctor's in a small town, there's no choices. Then they have to find another doctor. No, They've got to find someone like you that knows how to treat people and keep them out of the hospital. Unfortunately, it, you, you have to rely on a doctor. The government's not going to solve your problem if you get sick. You can't call the government. Especially when the government's and causing your problem. And you can't talk to Fauci, <laughs> and you can't talk to anybody up there, so forget about that. But in the meantime, we have another caller. Olivia, who's calling? Yes, we have Rita from Windsor. Rita, what is your question? Okay, thank you very much for being there for all of us, first of all. I really appreciate it. The question is this. I had myocarditis last year. I'm 76. I had it in October, went into the hospital, got treated for that, not from COVID, not from a shot. I still do not have my shots. My primary doctor is telling me that I should get a shot. And I'm, what I'm hearing is if you've had myocarditis, even as a young person, uh, from the shot, you shouldn't get it. So inflammation of the heart is inflammation of the heart. Should I go ahead and take a chance and get a Moderna vaccine at this particular time? I've not had any at all. Absolutely not. Um, you should be getting a medical exemption for getting a vaccine because you've already suffered a potential complication of the vaccine. You should not be getting vaccinated at all. Your doctor should have uh, be aware enough to offer you an exemption if it's available. See, that's my point. We come back to what I've said all along. You have to be able to rely on your doctor. This is a caller who's saying that, should I get the shot? Why are, why are they not able to go to their primary care physician, to go to their doctor? You're taking care of all your patients why don't we make it incumbent upon the primary care physician to, t to answer these questions about whether you should or shouldn't get vaccinated because it's an individual basis. She had a specific situation with myocarditis, and you're saying, yes, she should get an exemption. She absolutely should not get a vaccine. This person should not be listening to the government mandate. She should be listening to her doctor or I find mean, another doctor. How well, about that? I mean, the government mandates, again, I keep saying they're built on a lie, and the government's allowing implicitly these, you know, company, industry-wide mandates to occur, again, based on uh, the wrong vaccine being approved. And, um, you know, maybe doctors should be walking out, you know, to protest what's happening and what they're being forced to do. I think they're afraid. You know, we talk about how doctors are afraid to do what I'm doing, you know, do what other doctors like me are doing um, and working outside the system. That gives us the freedom to do what we think is right. So they're afraid to do that. They're sure not going to boycott work for a week to have the right to prescribe ivermectin. That's just not going to happen. They're going to, they're too afraid. And that's, that's not good. But it's, that's the truth. They're just not going to do it. They're just hiding behind, hiding behind the, the rules. Well, and close, Dr. Collender, what's your advice? Well, the main advice is if you get sick, get tested for COVID right away. Start on supplements, vitamin D3, zinc, um, vitamin C, quercetin. Call your doctor, get an inhaler of uh, Pulmacort or another steroid inhaler. Um, you can get some dexamethasone pills. Hopefully they'll prescribe that. If you can get hydroxychloroquine. But the other thing is call an infusion center right away and get an appointment. 
And you can always call 866-CALENDAR, and Dr. Callender will be willing to point you in the right direction. But unfortunately, we're out of time, so I'd like to quickly thank Dr. Brian Callender, MD, specialist in prevention, for being here tonight and for being willing to share his expertise and knowledge with regards to not only the prevention of disease, but also on the importance of being proactive and engaging with a practice that provides access to the necessary testing. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we hope you got some useful information tonight on how to be your own advocate and take charge of your health, whatever your medical journey. So please continue to tune into our shows for the latest medical updates. And thanks for listening to News Talk 760 WJR. Good night and be well.